What's your name? The Cooper and Anthony Show. Our guest tonight is a certified addiction and trauma counselor, which, oh my God, we have to get into that. Uh, relationship expert, of course, and we're going to be talking about the nomadic style of the Indian elephant. No, of course. Relationships. That's what we're going to be talking about. Please welcome Audrey Hope to the show. Audrey. It's great to be here. I love your energy. Let's go. Let's I know, talk about right? it. <laughs> what are we waiting for? It's madness. That's the first thing. It's madness. Why do people think it's Cinderella? We're going to go, you know, off into the sunset. It's Why so do they? Wait, that. answer sick. that. Why do they? It's sick. I try to prepare people. I'm like, do you know what you're getting ready for? Mm. You know, it's not all roses. That'll be the honeymoon stage, stage one, but... I'll see you around stage three when you start to get really loud. <laughs> <laughs> but what, you know, it's so amazing to me that we still have these really antiquated ideas about what relationships are supposed to be. Like you brought it up, the Cinderella thing. And even though, you know, we're all feminist and, you know, strong women, there is definitely that side that we want the guy to do so much stuff and we get disappointed and we have this idea of what the relationship should be. Why do we still do that? Oh, it's so ingrained. You know, the guy has to make money. Um, you know, he has to be successful. These are real belief systems. Mm. And to get married at a certain age, if we don't, we're like, you know, banned from society. It's very heavy. And it's, I'm glad you brought that up because we're indoctrinated into that system. And that's why we'll end up sometimes with the wrong person because we get scared. We're, you know, a certain age and we're not married yet. So who's the next person on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that one. <laughs> Ready to get married, right? <laughs> so the question is, you know, why did you marry the person? And that's always a good question. Like, why, why did you guys get married? Mm -hmm. And then to see what, where that goes. What are some of the answers you usually get? I'm kind of curious because I'm very insurance. Insurance. <laughs> it, it was the cow milk uh, uh, thing. <laughs> That's what I got. I don't know. Fear of being alone, I think, is a big one. People don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, they'll just, um, they want to belong and they want the white picket fence. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of things in our life about indoctrination. We have to free ourselves from these concepts. So, um, how? Well, um, you have to question what you really want, what's important to you. And I say, whose scorecard do you believe in? You know, who are, who are you following? Your mom could have passed away, your dad could have passed away, but they're still energetically connected to you and you're still living to please them so you have to investigate what you're doing and why so you work a lot with people and addiction now is addiction and relationships the same part of the brain you ask a great question Let's just it's rare. Say, it's rare. Let's let's take this moment. Funny. <laughs> yeah, great question because it always you could come in for something. Mm -hmm. You could come in for something and you think, oh, it's alcohol or drugs, but you're really he there to heal your soul and to heal things that have never been healed that you have to. So I look at it as an amazing opportunity to do what needs to be done. But then after that it comes down to relationships. <laughs> And then we end up talking about, you know, what you manifested in relationships. D 
Did you marry your father? Did mm. you marry your issue? That's mm. a big one. You marry your issue. If you don't heal something, then you will marry it. Oh, I love that way because that's really brilliant. Because, but once you mm -hmm. heal something, and you know, as somebody who I've talked about this on the show before, I had terrible relationships, really awful, just one really bad one after another. And one day, my stepfather said to me, You know, you have a very unhealthy relationship with your biological father. Maybe if you sort of stepped away from him, or you know, maybe you should deal with that. And I, cut that sociopath out of my life and my whole world opened up my relationships changed yes. i met great guys i got married i got divorced i'm with somebody 14 years now but you know it was just like i would have never i didn't realize how much of that stuff i was dragging around with me and i never really thought about it like that until you just said it like simply you make yeah. one sense mm -hmm. and now my whole That's life right. makes sense exactly because you have to track what you're manifesting if you you know talking about um, why we manifest what we do, it's because it's, our, it's our, in our subconscious. It's in our past. And we have to track it. We have to bring it out into the light in order to heal it. Otherwise, you'll meet the same person over and over again, and you will repeat the same themes. And so when you get it, nip it in the bud, figure out what you're doing, then you can heal it. So um, th it's good for things to be brought out into the light. Even in our in our world today, as crazy as the world is, it's important to know that in order to heal it, we have to see what it is, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a very good thing in healing. So you gotta track the patterns. You gotta figure out where it is. I call it a soul wound, which is the wound when you're five or six. It mm. goes back to that. If you don't heal it there, which is that soul wound, then you will just repeat it. The, the men and women will look different. They might have a different hair color. Right. But it will be but the like same energy of what, you're, of what you're doing. So, um, yes. But back to your question about drugs. Drugs are amazing. I've been working in a rehab for 20 years. It's been absolutely fascinating. Of course, you meet fascinating people, people mm -hmm. from all walks of life, right? Celebrities, um, CEOs, politicians, fascinating people. And you find out that um, the drugs was the gateway in to what a new life. On your knees, you begin to look up. So it, it brought you in, but now you get this amazing opportunity to heal things, to have a better life. So my concept of drugs is very different than, than others. And people respond to it because it's extremely positive. It is an opportunity. I call it an initiation by fire. Mm -hmm. you know? So why do people start the drugs? Why do people well, get on? Let's take fentanyl. Why is why does the average person get into that? Is it just because their friends are doing it? They want an escape? Why? Oh, my God. The reasons why people use that's deep. Mm-hmm. Can I go there? Yeah, yeah. please. That's a, I mean, <laughs> give it all. <laughs> Audrey, let us have oh, it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay. It is about um, a lot of his religion. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Really? What, what, yes. Guilt, sin, punishment. That is heavy wow. on why we, yeah, there's an indoctrination right there. You feel, well, the efforts. I'm never mm. going to be good enough for God, so I might as well use there's 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 a heavy patterning in our, in our culture. It's just I didn't want to believe that, but I started to track it. Hmm. Another thing is money. 
Um, uh, it's called the bread of shame in um, the Kabbalah. When you give someone money and it's not theirs, that's a mm. big issue, right? There's no appreciation. You're not working for it. You're not. Your hand is not making the money with your own stuff, and then it becomes um, you're you're you just really become spoiled mm. and ungrateful and selfish. So that's another reason. But um, low self-esteem, loss of self, right? That's a big one. You abandon yourself somewhere long ago because of something that happened to you. That's a soul issue. You left yourself and divided in your, uh, upon yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, then the issue of, um, you know, needing to belong, not feeling good enough. And, um, but this fentanyl thing is a new thing that they're just dis- disguising and putting in the drugs when people don't know it. So that's why it's become dangerous. It's cheaper to make it with fentanyl. But it's the same underpinning, so it doesn't matter what the drug is, whether it's right. alcohol or heroin or fentanyl, it doesn't matter. You're right. saying that the core of it and where it comes from is really what the issue is and what we should be talking about. Right. You have to figure out why you're using, and I always say this in all my years of doing this, it's never because you like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never. I mean, right. really. You, you think so. That's what people, oh, and then another thing is I'm bored. I'm really <laughs> bored. I have never <laughs> seen that. Really? Before. Never true. Huh. Never. There's always something else. And then, of course, the issue is trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Trauma is like, I equate it like you have an atomic bomb or a monster. It's living inside of you. And you're telling it to shut the F up. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's there and it's living in you and you, and you carry it and you're trying to pretend it's not there. Hmm. That's what trauma is. So it'll get activated by the stupidest thing sometimes that people go, mm. why now? Because it's been living in there and it just took a little poke and it just like all exploded. So trauma is really a heavy issue, why people use. And then I think that in that case, the drug or the alcohol what saved your life. Mm. So why do some people say, thing. so why do some people say it started when I had my wisdom teeth taken out? Is that just bs and it all goes back to something deeper than than that yes that's exactly right all our issues can be tracked so let's go this life right Mm. what happened to us around five or six that's when we kind of like leave the fantasy world and forget things and come into like total reality around Mm. that age but i'll even take it a step further sometimes it's past life sometimes it's beyond that and um, people might not believe in that until you prove it to them that it's true, which is, you know, when you met someone and you had that past life thing, you, f- you felt it right away. Do you ever mm-hmm. have that experience where you're like, oh, my God, I have this feeling I know you from somewhere? Um, sometimes in relationships, we're actually finishing something. I knew lots of guys in bars when I was in my 20s. So, yeah, I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about. (laughs) I feel like I know you. No. No, Cooper and I were. Cooper and I were like slugs and and bottom feeding fish. We haven't evolved enough yet. Just go to a city and you felt like you were there before. No, I, if I was, the, the, yeah, I remember that crawling up that wall wall when I was a slug. <laughs> oh, I would have a good time with you. I love people that are closed minded to that stuff. You're my favorite. Oh, I'm the least closed minded person you'll ever meet. So. 
<laughs> yeah, he's, believe me, he believes way too much wacky shit. Trust me, oh, he's not. Wow, he's the opposite funny. of close-minded. I'd love to know where. The but he two probably of was you... a slug in a past life. <laughs> where did the two of you meet? That's fascinating. Oh, the two um, of you. Okay, well, we love this story. So, <laughs> um, I had a I had a deal with a major radio company to for a nationally syndicated radio show, right. and um, they they paired me with some dude who I knew from years ago to be my producer, and they flew us down to this station, one of the big stations in the country, for us to launch our show from, and um, and. You know, at the time I was young and hot and I was always in rooms with men. So I always made sure I was wearing like little skirts and cute little outfits and big shoes and, you know, that kind of thing. I, I used my sexuality a lot yeah, back then. Yeah, 15 like, years you know, ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> at least 15 years ago. <laughs> so um, we've been working a lot of hours. It was a really intense week and I hadn't eaten anything. So the the producer, the guy, the um, president of the company who brought me down He's like, what do you want? I said, I just give me a banana and some yogurt. But he didn't get me a spoon. So I was taking the banana and dipping it into the yogurt and eating it like that. On the air. On the air. And he interrupted what we were doing. He goes, you think you look hot or sexy? <laughs> like <laughs> dipping a banana in yogurt in a little skirt. Like, you you know, you realize you look ridiculous. I mean, what are you, 30? <laughs> like you're in a little tiny skirt. Who do you think you're turning on at 30? Oh, that's funny. And I said... Well, look at you. You have no sleeves on. Like you don't you're not even yeah. wearing sleeves. And what is that mm -hmm. shirt? Hollister? No, it's and, Abercrombie I, and Finch. I, I said Finch, Finch, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that was those were the first words we ever spoke to each other. It was on the air Fantastic. and it turned the topic into what do you like to wear that is totally inappropriate for your age, but you don't care. And the mm -hmm. phones blew up. And everybody came running in. They're like, you two, you're great together. Fa fabulous chemistry. Fantastic. And we have been working together ever since. Yeah, what 15 a story. years. Yeah. What a fantastic story. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing. Wow. Yeah, thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Audrey, yeah, let me ask you a question. Go back in right. time, I would, I would not say anything. I would just shut my mouth and sit in a corner. But yeah, okay. Sure you would. <laughs> sure. Um, Audrey, let me ask you a question. I saw a very interesting study this week, and I've been dying to ask you about this because you're a relationship person like I am. So did you see that Gen Z is, when they're dating... They're prioritizing mental health. They're prioritizing, um, okay, you know, no. like real connections. They're prioritizing all the things that, you know, our generation, millennials and Gen, and Gen X, pretended to not care about. But wow. they're really, they're jumping right into it. They're like, this is a toxic relationship. I'm not having it. And... The men are just as sensitive and they're not, no one's playing games like ghosting is out, breadcrumbing, all those stupid terms. That stuff is out with them. They're all about being very real and protecting their mental health. Well, I thought that I know was very I was, interesting. What do you I think? didn't know that, but I will say that there it is because it's the alchemy of, of our lives. We have been through so much shit, so much pain, and it is not stopped. It's been one thing after another. And that is because we are moving into something new. Eventually, we would get there, right? Where people mm -hmm. learn from all the crap. So that is a good sign that it's moving in that direction. And that's why I always tell people, do you understand the alchemy of relationships? It is madness. It is going to disrupt and drive you crazy. That's what it's meant to do because that's what healing is about so hang on until it moves to that stage that you're talking about 
which is realness, authenticity, and integrity. That's the re- crucifixion to resurrection. I'm really happy to hear about that. But that's what I see when people are in trouble. Hang on, this is a great opportunity to go through the purification to get to the other side. Hang on, even yeah. when you have a bad relationship, hang on. It will teach you something if you know what to do with it. If you use it as a mirror, let's say. Right. Mm. What the hell did he do to me, right? That's how usual um, uh, therapy starts. He did this, she did this, they did this, you know, whatever. But it becomes now the question, why am I in this relationship and what am I supposed to learn from it and how is this a mirror? And when you answer those questions, we'll be in the right place to begin to take responsibility for what we manifest. What made you start wanting to know this stuff and be in the relationship uh, space, the, uh, the, all the stuff that you do? What, what was the thing that you said, you know what, what I want to help people, I want to I wanna be somebody who deals with trauma, and, and what, how, how'd this start for you? That is like such an amazing question. Wow, it just gives me chills. It, it's always been about I wanted to be the best that I can be and I was always uh, presenting, you know, I was acting and and always speaking. I created a, a YouTube show years ago before anybody did called, you know, Real Women, Positive Role Models for Women. And I always had a chip inside of me that knew that I wanted to do something great. And my name is Hope, so I put that mm. all together. So I've always known it, and that was my life purpose, and so I surrendered to the path you say and got out of the way and then it just led me it led me to all these you know expensive rehabs in 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 malibu coming from new york (laughs) listen if you're gonna go that's amazing people yeah and i started to see well that's not working that psychological concept is not working that drug that you're giving them is not working we need to do something else so it's been that path of of and i needed to be a one-stop shop because I realized, you know, there might be someone who needs to talk to someone who's on the other side, right? Right. They didn't heal that relationship. So I wanted to open up the intuition and these other realms. Sometimes I'll get an answer of, of something that doesn't even make sense, you know? And yet it's the answer, you see? Wow. So it's like a very magical process. I just got off the phone working with someone who wanted to help the relationship that she feels is a twin flame. You know what a twin flame is, right? Explain to Anthony, because he doesn't know anything. Anthony, a twin Wait, flame is like know. beyond a soulmate. It's like who you're supposed to be with. No, that really blesses your life. You know, it's not <laughs> just like a, it, it's a special kind of love. You have mm-hmm. to kind of mm-hmm. get ready for it and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a soulmate love, right? So um, my client asked me, I feel like it's my soulmate. I, I can't stop thinking about them. What's he needs to be fixed? He needs to learn this. He won't go to therapy. I said, take a moment. It's not about him. I said, you are stopping the manifestation of it. And she was shocked. And I said, what are your belief systems? And we found that she thought he had to go make a lot of money because she did. Hmm. So that was the block. People hmm. tend to think when they manifest, it's the other person. If only he would go to therapy. But really, if you turn the tables, it's something you're doing that's stopping it or out of safety. 
or you're afraid or whatever. So it's real manifestation is really interesting. Yeah, and it's it's such a big part of our conversation these days. I can't believe that's another thing about Gen Z. I hear about manifestation all the time. You must be like in hog heaven. You're like, yes, I've been saying these words for years. About it's about time you kids caught on. <laughs> now, yeah. how, now how does a guy pick you up at a bar <laughs> and sit and have a conversation? a normal conversation with somebody like you and you not go all psychologist on him now let's review that okay <laughs> I, I, let's review that let me say this because this, yeah, I, I am married for like 13 years whatever okay so go back 13 flu. years is, it had yeah. to be a nightmare sitting oh, no, across no. the table from you and you sitting there uh, being a psychologist years ago how let do you me do just it reframe this <laughs> i say this and my husband and i laugh about it all the time mm -hmm. i work with drug addicts right they are the hardest room mm. they are it, the hardest crowd right Right. They're, you know, don't want to be there. They're pessimistic. They want to use. They want to get out and use. Okay. So if I could get that group <laughs> to like me and to sit down and listen, then I have definitely gone into <laughs> some, some radio guy. Exactly. <laughs> so I always say that tough room. Yeah. I managed to do it. I haven't lost one yet. So, um, wow. and the ones that go, you know, what is this spirituality? What is. Okay, so I have to be able to relate, <laughs> and my New York comes out, and <laughs> I don't, I don't feel better than anybody, because if I, if you're in front of me, I feel I'm supposed to meet you, right? So hmm. there's none of that. There's none of that. It's like, hi, how are you? And if someone asks me how I am, I'm so excited. But mm. basically, people talk about themselves. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about you on the date. I'm worried about the guy. He walks in there and you go, oh, I'm a psych, I, I'm a relationship expert. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> this is going to be the worst first date ever. <laughs> well, I had a, you know, I met my husband through manifestation. So it was, I had a voice in my ear, mm -hmm. told me to go on this specific site and it, it hounded me and wouldn't let me sleep. So what do you say about that? I went on plentyoffish.com, which is a crazy site. Right. Like yeah, it's a that's a and hundreds of people. Hundreds. Right. Like it's not just like these news sites. So there were hundreds of people. I didn't want to be there. The voice was in my ear. Okay, I'm supposed to meet somebody. I see this guy. I'm like, what I want to get off. It says he wants to help people in the world. I'm like, oh, that that's good. Mm -hmm. I could relate to that. And I said, hi. And I ended up marrying him. Huh. But that's how it happened. So I have helped a lot of people get married. I, a lot of people. It's, mm -hmm. it's a weird gift to have, right? Yeah, like that is a weird example, gift to it have. It's a weird gift yeah. to have. But that's why I'm writing the system down in right. the book. It's a very easy system. But like, for example, I had a client. I said, stop. If you go out with that guy, it's the same guy you just divorced. Right. Tell him no. Call him up while I'm here and say, no, don't do it anymore. Make the decision. You're not taking crumbs. That week, she met her, the guy she's with. That's how it works. Manifestation is an energy. If you do what needs to be done, you'll have it. 
But what if, uh, okay, what are your thoughts about this? Like, I, my boyfriend and I are amazing. We've been together 14 years. He's incredible. Like, he's, I mean, everything about him, we get along great. I feel like I have no interest in getting married. And my whole thing is, if somebody could give me just one good reason, just one good reason to get married, I'll do it. But I can't seem to find one good reason to get married other than health insurance, but he has his own. Right. So then it has to be something that comes from you, not from the society. Mm, that right? is never I mean, going to happen. Yeah, there you go. Like, who, not, who wants to follow other people? Right. What is it for you? And that's the truth of the self, right? We have to really connect to that. So it's and, okay, because I, cause I know you're talking about marriage, so it's okay to not want to be married. It's okay to want to be in a good, healthy relationship, but not be married. Or is marriage, should that always be the goal? It's okay to do whatever the hell you want. And I'll say that to addicts too, like if you want to use, go you. I mean, like really, what is this all about? <laughs> I mean, why are we all here? Right. For what reason? There's, mm -hmm. the, there's that whole religious programming, right? Yeah. We have to like do it right to get something, to be good to get something. And it's kind of opposite of that. We're kind of here to remember, like uh, Michelangelo, the, the beauty's already there, just remove the stone. Oh, like, it's really that, that or oh. Dorothy. It's already there, and we've been sold a real bag of goods, man. We've been mm -hmm. sold a real bag of goods. Yeah. We are really powerful beings, and we're told to give our power away, especially as women, to the patriarchal, you know, man. Mm. So look at our society now. We're repeating that. We, you know, why? Because we have to honor, honor the woman. I mean, come on. Mm. Right. The woman so is the brilliant. Shekinah. She's the spiritual mothering energy that's in our body. That's a spiritual energy. We take down the woman. We take down the whole society. That's in the Vedas. The degree to which a woman is respected is the degree to which a society prospers. They always come for the woman. Right. So if you heal women, forget forget yeah. men, right? That's just forget great. about it. Forget them. Just forget them for a minute. You forget heal em. women. You get... <laughs> No, really, if you heal women and you get them to love themselves and get their self-esteem in place, the men will change. I and love they, that philosophy. That's true. And then yeah. also about men, which is also true, men do not have a place to go to heal. They have to be the best. They have to make money. They have to mm -hmm. live in bullshit. Preach and it. no place Preach. to heal they're true. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, we have the garage. We, that's all yeah. we have is the garage. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right. <laughs> Except when you come to rehab, then we could get everything. It looks like drugs. So we can work on that. But there is no place. And I hope in the future, there will be a place where men can open up because I've had a lot of men say, um, Audrey, what's an emotion? Hmm. I'm like, what? Right. You really, you really don't know. No, I don't know. Mm. And really serious because it's so, you know, buried. Because you have to be, you know, the man. Fix it. Right. And be. You've given you know, us so much to think about. Like my brain is going a million percent right now. I've never, I've never had so many thoughts in my whole life. I adore you. I am so grateful that you agreed oh, to do our you. stupid little show. And we definitely <laughs> want to have you back because we're we'll have way more questions for you. Um, you can find Audrey on Insta, the Audrey Hope, which I love because I am the Cooper Lawrence on there. The Audrey Hope. You are 
amazing, incredible, brilliant. And I just, I love everything you had to say, especially the point that um, we should protect women and think about women and make sure that women are the ones who, um, that are doing okay. Because if we're okay, everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Love you. Thank you so much for saying that. Thank it's you so much for doing our show. You guys. Thank you. It's been a joy.